0: Welcome to the Life United Podcast. We are all about helping you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. We know that today's message is gonna be a blessing to you. Hey, we're, uh, I wanna share something with you today before I get into my message. Um, a little bit about, thank you, Terry. Um, a little bit about um, last year. And uh, I know we're probably going to hear a lot of booze, but uh, you might want to hold your booze till after my message. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but I, I really had it stirring in my heart to let you know that the church is alive, that we didn't die in 2020, we didn't give up in 2020, we didn't let down in 2020. And we had to make adjustments, and we did respectfully do all we could uh, to follow government guidelines and all that to prevent the spread of a virus. But at the same time, you need to know and understand what God did, what God did, because God did some amazing things this year with the church. I, I am so proud of this church. Because let me tell you, a lot of churches just gave up, gave in, some of them gave out. But so what I'm going to do is I just want to talk to you a little bit about this today. It won't take long. And then every Sunday, we're just going to kind of feature a little something that we did this year so you can know. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes people come to church and they don't realize the effort. The effort by the staff, the effort by the volunteers to really make things Go. And and hey, we just made up our mind we were going to move forward. And let me tell you, listen, <clears throat> we had great plans for this, year, this past year. Man, we had stuff planned. We were going to do some great things. We were already started and we were expecting God to do some things, and we were praying and, 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 and doing more things and, and seeing God work in great ways and all kinds of different ways and all of a sudden restrictions happened that we had to stop and first thing was we had to we had to stop having church but you know all that did for me and all that did I believe for the staff and really for a lot of you was say you know what we'll just find another way to have church and the first thing we came up with were home points and man we were going to have all these gathering places where you couldn't come to church and, and, but we were going to preach and, and and we're going to gather in homes and have these home points. And guess what? Nope. Can't do that. It was really a good idea too. And, uh, I thought we were going to have do that and, and, but we couldn't, but you know what? Listen, you could tune in online every Sunday morning, every Wednesday, every Wednesday night, we were here preaching. And it wasn't just me up here preaching. But let me just tell you something. You ought to try standing up here preaching and there's not a single person in the building. And all you're looking at is a camera that you can't hardly see because it's so far back. We preach through thunderstorms. We preach through... All kinds of crazy things. But you know what? We made up our mind. We had, we had volunteers coming up here running cameras and doing whatever needed to be done. Sometimes some of the praise and worship people would be in here. At least I had an amen or two, you know, while we were doing this. But the point is that we, we kept looking for ways to minister. And that, that, that we had people, volunteers, what do you want me to do? And so we decided we're going to have church outside. We did not realize, listen, we did not realize that in our children's building, we have this big screen in there. If you've got kids, you've seen it. We didn't realize that it was actually, that screen was actually built to be an outdoor sign. So we deconstructed it. Now we're talking about thousands of pounds here, okay? So we deconstructed that big old screen and, um, We got Jerry Riles, one of our church members, had a flatbed truck, and he brought that—I mean, trailer—and he brought that. And and Colton Blunt went and got it. We put this big flatbed truck, and we started building that screen. It wasn't something you could just do overnight. I mean, it took—we had to put all the scaffolding up and 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 then and put it up because it had to be wind loaded because we were going to leave it up. And so we had an engineer that's a member of our church, you know, and it it was all sorts of people involved in putting that up and and setting it all up. I mean, they worked into the night, lots of nights, worked into the night just to get that up so you could have church on Sunday morning. Isn't that awesome? And then, listen. Yes, it was staff, but it was volunteers too. It were lots of different people were involved in doing that and and, and putting that scaffolding up and doing all that. And and I don't know if they got the picture yet. Yeah, uh, there's a picture of the year was full of equipment because we were running everything. We had to change everything from in here to out there, and so we had all this equipment piled out there, I mean, it was everywhere uh, with boards and then you, and you had to do that with everybody being separate, but all the volunteers jumped in there. It was amazing how how they did that and uh, uh and so we started having church outside. How many of you came to church one did I yeah I mean, people, I think people kind of got in fact, we actually had people ask us, hey, pastor, when you get back in the building, can you still have the outdoor church? I said, no, you're gonna come in the building with the rest of us. No, I didn't say that, really. But, but I mean, I, one, of the, one of the joys was to drive through the parking lot in that golf cart every Sunday and see all the people that were there. I mean, people came in their pajamas. Yeah, I saw your pajamas. I knew you had no pajamas. I mean, they brought their dogs with them and, <laughs> and just came and worshiped, and, and worshiped uh, in their cars. There were times when, when the weather was too bad to stand on that platform out there and preach. So I'm in here preaching and you're sitting out in your car in the parking lot. We had people sitting in that parking lot during thunderstorms, having church. That, I, that blessed me. Beyond, I mean that. Listen, you can't imagine what that does to speak to the enemy in this area. When you're going to have church, you're going to do something. You're going to have the the kingdom of God's going to go. And and we had all these volunteers. And uh, these dream teamers, man, we had ushers, we had parking lot people, they were all masked up, gloved up, man, we, and, uh, and I remember one of the things, well, how are we going to take up the offering? I said, we're going to stand there with a bucket when they drive out, they just open their window and drop it in. How many of you dropped your offering in the bucket dri- driving through? See, I mean, we, we listen, and, and all of you that, that, that have worked and, and you did something for the kingdom of God, it was important what you did. And it was important what we did, We had cameramen sitting out there in the hot sun uh, uh, video. And just so we could have it. And all of you ca- that came to church and sat during those times and, and, uh, you know, sometimes it was hot and you'd have to have your air conditioner running uh, just, just to stay cool uh, during that time. And then we finally got to open, but golly, the, all the stuff they wanted you to do was ridiculous. And you know, you we could have rebelled against it and said, "No, we're not doing any of that stuff." But look, we could still have church, and so we we cordoned off everything. You know, you came in. You know how it was, and 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 you came in, and you could you know cordoned off and all that, and we we still have to do some things. But but one of the things that amazed me, right in the middle of that, we still had all the volunteers coming and working just amazing volunteers, uh, dream teamers working, serving in every area. And not only that, but we had, we had the, uh, the staff, you know, we had to clean everything even, and we still do between services and, and we had our staff, but we had volunteers come up here and help as well uh, and just clean have to clean everything. And then we, when we first started, we couldn't even have kids, you know? And so we, we, um, we had to just do the best we could. Then we started having kids. But then they had to sit on their little spots. I don't, yeah, there they are. I'm checking my grandbabies. They're, they're on their spots. I just wanted to see. But, but yeah, they were. There's one of them right there. Huh? Don't you recognize your, grand, your own granddaughter? That's terrible. She doesn't even recognize her own granddaughter. Those pictures are from New Year's Eve, I think, so that's the reason they're still in there. But, but we, had, we, we had to do that, and we're still having to do things with the kids separate in the nursery and all that kind of thing. But you know what? The volunteers are in there right now. This has not phased them one bit. They're over there. They're serving. They're doing what they need to do to take care of those kids. And i tell you, you ought to tell them how much you appreciate it uh, if you know one of them. And here's the last thing before I get into the Word today. Listen. One of the most amazing things to me, and it blessed my heart so much, listen, was your generosity during this last year. We didn't miss a beat. Now, we didn't have a banner year. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have a big year where, you know, man, we just had money everywhere, but we paid everybody's salary. Our missionaries, listen, our missionaries all over the world never missed a beat. We just, we just, we, Every month they got they got their support. Some of them got stuck in in India, in China. The fishers are still in China. They can't they they can't come home right now. They're still over there, but they they they've got money in the bank because we're putting money in the bank. We're helping them. You know, uh, uh, our missionaries in in Thailand, Charlie Milbradt, Kathy Milbradt. They couldn't go back. They got stuck over here, but the work's still going over there. So it, it's amazing what you did and the generosity, because let me tell you something. Part of kind of what I do these days is talk to pastors and I can be on the phone for two hours a day, talking to pastors for over different things. And, and I, I can't tell you how many pastors uh, literally they're struggling financially. They're, they're having a hard time and their churches are having a hard time, but, but, I, what I wanted to tell them was, well, if you'd have taught them how to give instead of being so socially acceptable and not want to talk about money, then you wouldn't be in this place. But I held my tongue. I didn't, I didn't do that. But you know how to give. You know the value of giving. You know the importance of generosity. And it's not given to somebody, but it's given to the kingdom and, and that the kingdom work. In fact, we actually took up the slack for some other people. That, that couldn't help. And I'm was happy. i happy to do that. But, but just so you know, the, it, it's amazing, the generosity. And, and we're going to talk about this later. But just think about like timeless toys. What well, we did just this Christmas in the midst of all this. If you to come up here, these people are driving through. We normally would deliver the packages, driving through. We're praying for them. They're overjoyed that they're going to have Christmas for their kids. Well, you paid for that. You know, we had volunteers up here working and rapping and all the things that go on with that. Thanksgiving, we serve meals to people. We, all sorts of things like that. So just so you'll know, in some ways, you know, it was a very different year. It was a strange year. It was an unusual year. But I got to tell you, in my life, in my heart, it was a good year because it showed me your va- the value of what you do. And, and how willing you are to be a part and to serve. And, and I just got to tell you how much I appreciate that and thank you for it. And uh, anybody that you know that served, y'all just thank them. Tell them how much you appreciate them uh, coming and serving and, and doing something uh, doing something during this time. And and I'm going to share with you some things today. But, uh, but I just want to tell you again how much I appreciate everything that everybody did. And... Um, You ought to appreciate it too if you just came and other people did the work. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And look, hey, let me just tell you this. You know, our online, we're we're happy to have you online. We're glad you come. We want you at church. I believe we ought to be at church if we can, but if you can't, Hey, we're happy to have you right where you are, and and happy to have you engaged and involved right where you are. We know you're out there, and uh, it's so so wonderful because we have several members. I talked to one; uh, I just missed them, and I called them the other day and just talking to them. And said, "Well, we watch every service. We never we never miss." And I said, "I know that. I I, I don't doubt that one bit." And and our um, kind of our senior uh, diplomats here at the church, Sam and Sammy Moses. Um, You know, I I get texts from, in fact, I got one this morning just thanking me for the church. Man, that was a good word this morning, Pastor. You know, we're so glad our tithes and offerings are doing something for the kingdom, and they're engaged even though they're not here. So just because somebody's not here doesn't mean they're not engaged. We understand that. But but I believe there's going to be a time when we can all gather back together and work together. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So I just want to give you a little... Just, just tell you a little bit about what we did this year because it, it was amazing. The church stood up, I mean stepped up. And that just tells me it's, it's just a precursor to what God can do if, if something great happens. We can just step up and just do everything that God wants us to do and be a part of the kingdom of God and what he has for our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Turn with me in your Bibles, if you would, to First Timothy chapter six. I wanna share with you uh, a word today for the new year. If you were here New Year's Eve or you watched online, um, then you kind of know what's going on as far as what I believe we're gonna be seeing here in the future, but I wanna talk to you about you today and, and what you can do and how you can live your life today and, and, and move forward with the kingdom of God in this new year. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12 says this, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called. Now listen to this. And have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Do you know that, that part of your everyday life ought to be your confession? What you say out of your mouth, what you say to other people? That you, and you, listen to me, you are a born again child of God. Your function, your purpose is to have a good confession. You say, well, what does that mean, pastor? That means that you tell people about Jesus that you tell them what Jesus has done in your life, what God has done for you through Jesus. It's part of who we are. It's part of our life in eternal life. It's how you lay hold of eternal life. Doesn't mean how you get it. You get it by making Jesus the Lord of your life, but you lay hold of it by how you speak. Listen to the next verse. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life, to all things and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. In other words, even Jesus did this. Even Jesus spoke a right word. He spoke what he, uh, 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 about who he was. He didn't deny anything. He spoke and made a good confession, which you and I are supposed to do. We're responsible for that. We're responsible to declare what God has done for us. And and, and listen. If people don't know where you stand, something's wrong. And I'm not talking about your political motives. I'm talking about one thing, Jesus. And him crucified, what he's done in your life for you. You say, well, but I'm having so many troubles. What did he do for you? That's your good confession that you make for other people and toward other people. But it goes great further than that. The word there, confession, means to acknowledge something. And, and Philemon says that we acknowledge those good things which are in us in Christ Jesus. So it goes further than that, but listen to what it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Hold on to what those good things are that God has done through Jesus for your life. And not only hold on to them, but hold on to those words. And the word confession can never be something silent. It's what comes out of your mouth. All right, listen to the next verse. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Now listen to this last verse. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, find grace to help in time of need. Isn't it awesome? Listen to what it says. Jesus... Said, hold fast to that confession. Hold fast to it. Why? Because you have somebody in heaven who will respond to it. Jesus is the high priest of our confession. What does that mean, Pastor? It means, listen to me, it means that if you will say what God says, Jesus will go before the throne with that and